episode 78, Free Up. Hey Chainers, welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, you know something that's really, really cool is being able to earn extra income in your spare time. That is such a big deal to me. Like the side hustle game is real in this day and age, you know, having like some kind of a second income coming in except for your normal job can make such an astronomical difference to your salary and to your gross income and just your disposable income at the end of the month. Well, and it's such a huge thing, Dan. I read somewhere that like the average millionaire has something like seven streams of income coming in at any one time (laughs) and it's just like well geez i want to be a millionaire so like if there's like a free stream that or a an easier type stream that could come in i'm all about it yeah no definitely for sure and not necessarily easier but additional streams you know yeah like normally when you try and set up additional income streams it takes work you know it does and when I want to say I've always kind of been a little bit of a side hustler. Yeah, you definitely Um, have. I've always had like a side hosting job or side serving job. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I know I am the worst server in the world (laughs) and it's hard and I don't like it. And when I moved up here and found that Airbnb side hustle that we were doing, it was like eye opening. And now ever since I'm like, always looking for the next side hustle can you make money that i enjoy that's so important and so that's what i'm really loving with nathan's um company free up here i'm really into freelancing as you probably know by now yeah and (laughs) he picks companies and freelancers they go through like an interview process and everything and they make sure that you are a good candidate on both sides and i can appreciate that because i almost fell victim to like a bad freelance gig a few yeah, weeks ago you did. i remember that and it was upsetting and now every time i get any kind of inquiry I'm a little hesitant, so I can appreciate the fact that Nathan has done this yeah. and it kind of takes not all the worry, but most of the worry away. And it, it provides a good service to link the buyer and the seller as well and sound like a, a, a um, secure environment where, you know, it's based on reviews and like, you know, can you trust the person? Have they been reliable in the past? You know, it yeah. really is something that's a good idea. Anyway, should we jump right into our interview? Yeah, let's talk to him. Awesome. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers. Welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Free Up is a gem for new freelance writers and people in need of a writer. The company was founded by Nathan Hirsch and Collar Gillivan. Nathan and Connor have an extraordinary story that started when they met in college. They started selling online old college textbooks to pay bills. Flash forward and they grew it to a steadily $25 million business and hired a ton of outsourced folks along the way. They learned a ton and taught themselves how to spend wisely, invest in business, invest in human capital, which later began another business freed up. Welcome, hey, Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Thank you guys for having me. So, well... Before we talk about Freed Up, 
tell us a little bit about this Amazon college business that you had going on that ended up being like a $25 million business. Yeah. So like you guys said, I started off buying and selling textbooks. But before that, my parents were both teachers and they made me do these summer internships, these full-time summer jobs that I absolutely hated. (laughs) And while all my friends are outside enjoying the summer weather, I was working and I was learning how to do customer service and sales and management. But I was always watching the clock. I I never wanted to be there. And it kind of gave me a glimpse into the future of what life was going to be like after college if I didn't start my own business. So I always felt like I had this this ticking time bomb that I had four years to figure out how how to be my own boss or else that was going to be my future that I didn't want. So when I got to college, I was always hustling. I was trying to make side money, figure out how to become an entrepreneur. And this book business was my first glimpse into that. And before I knew it, I had lines out the door of people trying to sell me their textbooks to the point where I actually got a cease and desist letter from the college because I was stealing too much of their business. So that was my first taste. And books eventually led me to Amazon. And Amazon was pretty new at the time. This was 2008, 2009. They were just becoming more than a bookstore. And I started experimenting with products I really liked, like sporting equipment, DVDs, computer games. And I just failed over and over and over again. (laughs) The, The only thing that I could sell were these books. And it wasn't until I branched out of my comfort zone and got into and found the niche of baby products that I had any kind of success. So if you can imagine me, a 20-year-old single college guy selling baby products on Amazon, that was me. And from that, I mean, I had to start hiring people as I as this business expanded, but I didn't want to hire college students. And I also didn't want, didn't have access to these 30-year-old experts. So from there, the only people that I could hire were these remote workers on Upwork and Fiverr. And all my time quickly went from expanding and growing this business to interview after interview after interview. And what I wanted was a faster way. And when I couldn't find a faster way, that's when I built it myself, a marketplace that pre-vets people before they get in and gets people access to fast talent along a lot of different skill sets. So that's really how I went from a broke college kid to opening two businesses. Wow, it sounds like you were quite ambitious while you were in college. <laughs> like I said, I'm a hustler. Yeah. Definitely sounds like it. Quite <laughs> impressive. So I love talking to business owners and hearing about some of like the struggles or some of the funny like stories that you guys have because it seems to always be like thousands. Like there's never a shortage of a good story. Like what is a good story for you guys that something like you really learned? Yeah. So when I was growing this Amazon business, I I met with an accountant because it was time for me to pay taxes. And he said, when are you going to hire your first person? And I kind of shrugged him off. And I said, why, why would I do that? I mean, the money's going into my pocket. Um, I, I, no one else can do it as well as I can. Um, I didn't want to teach someone else, blah, 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 a lot of excuses. And he just laughed in my face. And he said, okay, you're going to figure out this lesson on your own. Well, my first busy season comes around, the fourth quarter, when everyone's shopping for the holidays, and I just get destroyed with orders, emails, um, angry customers. I'm working 20 hours a day. I'm losing my, my social life is gone. My grades are going down in college. And somehow I survive it. 
And I, I come back in January thinking, okay, I can never let this happen again. Well, I proceed to make bad hire after bad hire after bad hire until I finally find someone really good. Well, I do what every entrepreneur does and I load them up with everything. I teach them how to do orders, customer service, repricing, listing, and it takes me six months to train this person. And so I finally, I have this person, he can run the business without me, I can sleep better at night, the business is in cruise control, I'm making a lot of money. I decided to take my first vacation in over a year. And on the first day of my vacation in Myrtle Beach, I get a phone call from him telling me that his parents want him to focus on school and he can no longer work out of it, work with me. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Six months of training down the drain and I had to start from scratch. But I learned an incredibly valuable lesson about diversifying and departmentalizing. So when I got back to the drawing board, I hired one person for customer service, one person for orders, one person for pricing, and it wouldn't be the last person that quit on me, but it wasn't as big of a deal the next time. So that was kind of that lesson I learned early on to not put all my eggs in one basket. That's a hard lesson to learn. <laughs> so what advice, because Freed Up had you work all with freelancers and businesses. What advice do you have for a new freelancer just getting into the game? Because it can be pretty tough to, to kind of find your footing. Katie's looking for some top tips right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking for anybody else except for myself. <laughs> the, my biggest tip for freelancers is start viewing yourself as a business. Uh, a lot of people come from the corporate world. They're used to, hey, the, the, per, the employer says this, you do this. But when you're a freelancer, you're now a business. And a business has a lot of different things you have to do. You have to have a website. You have to market yourself. You have to do your own bookkeeping. You have to figure out what services, what packages can I offer? And the freelancers that have success are the ones that look at themselves as a business early on and are constantly trying to improve all aspects of their business. They're not just focused on the work. And that's really what you have to do as a freelancer. It's definitely interesting. So I know that there are a ton of other freelance sites up, up there. I know like just thinking about it, like Upwork is one, you got Fiverr, you've got freelancer.com. What separates you guys from everyone else out there? Yeah, so you go to Upwork, you go to Fiverr, you post a job, you get 50 people to apply, you interview them one by one, it takes forever, and you never really know what you're going to get. So I wanted a faster way. So what, we, what I did was I went, I took what I liked from these other marketplaces, and I changed what I didn't like. So what we do is we get hundreds of applicants every week. We take the top 1% based on skill, attitude, and communication. We let them into our network, and then we make them available to our clients rapid fire. So when clients need a Filipino customer service rep, a U.S. marketing expert, a graphic designer, they put in a request, and we fill that request within a business day, usually faster. We have clients that get started within hours or minutes, so you avoid all that initial time. On the back end, we have freelancers from 5 to $75 an hour, both U.S. and non-U.S. for every skill set. We're very hands-on to make sure you have a good experience. My calendar is right at the top of free up. You can always book a time with me. I have people that cover my Skypes and emails 24-7, so you always get instant support. And then on the back end, we know how frustrating it is to work with someone and have them quit. It rarely happens with us, but it is real life. It could. So if a freelancer quits for any reason, we cover all replacement costs and get them a new person right away. So that's really what we're all about, the pre-vetting, the speed, the customer service, and the protection. 
that really gives people a lot of peace of mind. I know like I've done quite a lot of freelancing work and inevitably that's the kind of shortfall that you have, you know, like it's like the communication is not that great or you give someone the job and their work isn't, you know, that great and they don't really follow through the way you were hoping to. So like it definitely makes sense having a service that where you vet the people first. I think that that's actually a really good business idea. Yeah, it is definitely good. Yeah, and you're right. A lot of it is that communication. I mean, we have 15 pages of communication guidelines or communication best practices, I should say, that freelancers have to memorize and get tested on before they get into the marketplace. So we take that stuff seriously. I've had every good and bad experience that you can imagine hiring freelancers, and we really wanted to make this the ideal marketplace, not only for the clients, but for the freelancers as well. That's really awesome. So what type of work do you guys offer to your clients and what areas do you service? Yeah, so we have over 100 skill sets on the marketplace. If you go to freeup.com with three E's um, slash pricing, you can see everything we offer and ballpark prices. Um, The freelancers are the ones setting their own rates because we're a marketplace. But I mean, we have everything from customer service to data entry to Excel to graphic design to content writing to bookkeeping to e-commerce and Amazon, eBay, Walmart to um, marketing and Facebook ads and um, people that can uh, do web development. I mean, I could go on and on. We really have a wide range of skill sets and we're always looking to add new skills to the marketplace. I, I know cryptocurrency is big now and we're building a, a group of, of cryptocurrency freelancers. So we're always trying to get more and more skills that we can offer for our client base. So how can somebody either apply to be a freelancer or have their business on there? Yeah. So to be, to apply to be in our network and offer a service, offer your services through our marketplace, go to freeup.com, click apply to be a freelancer, um, fill out that application and our freelancer success team uh, will be in touch. Awesome. And what about in terms of payments? So do you guys facilitate the payments of the freelancers and how does the freelancer know that their job is a real job and they're going to get paid and vice versa that the freelancer is going to follow through? Yeah, so we do handle all the payments. Our billing period is Wednesday to Tuesday. We charge them the, the client every Thursday um, for any hours worked. If there's no hours worked, there's no bill. No bill, um, And then they have a week to dispute anything before we pay the freelancer the following Thursday. Um, you can do fixed prices. You can do hourly. Um, we have protections with our freelancers that their pay is guaranteed as long as they get approval in writing, even if the clients don't pay us. Um, I mean, the only situation that they wouldn't get paid is let's say a client says do this project and the freelancer goes out and bills them 200 hours without getting anything approved. We're obviously not going to cover that. But um, I mean, we, we spend a lot of time making sure that the marketplace is a safe place for the freelancers and they're protected and the clients are protected as well. That's good to know because I've been on a couple of sites like Freelancer and Fiverr. And the one thing that actually turned me off to it was I applied for a job and I was talking to the person back and forth and they wanted to set up a Skype like interview type thing. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And it seemed super legit. And then they started sending me like all these weird files. Do you remember when that happened? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it ended up like obviously not turning into anything, but we're pretty sure it was like somebody just trying to hack into our computer. And that's kind of like what has turned me off of those websites. Like, I don't want to go through that again. And I definitely don't want, you know, if somebody is even more creative and then I have like a horrible virus on my computer or something. 
So I can appreciate the fact that you guys do your due diligence and really vet everybody who is on your site. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a chance that a, a client or a freelancer slips through the crack. There's nothing that I can do to make that risk 0%. And there's some common sense element involved too. Like you saw the files, you didn't open them. And and, and we expect people to, to use their best judgment. But on our side, I mean, I have a team of 30 people that that's spending – 10 hours a day or more uh, trying to make this the best possible marketplace. And we love feedback. I mean, one of the coolest things about us is we're constantly listening to feedback, not only from clients, but from freelancers as well. How can we improve our software? How can we improve the experience? How can we improve the process? We want to know these things so we can continue to get better and better and better. Awesome. So I have a random question. Where did you come up with the name? Why the third E? (laughs) So the the concept is free up your time. Instead of um, going through all those applicants and crossing your fingers, we're a lot faster. We want to help you get your time back. Um, The third E originally stood for e-commerce, and we couldn't get the domain with two E's. Um, When we first started free up, the first year, we were focused on Amazon freelancers because I was an Amazon seller. I was part of the Amazon community. It made sense. And then people started telling their, their Shopify communities and their eBay communities. So we started getting more and more requests outside Amazon. Well, year three comes around and all of a sudden we're getting real estate agents and marketing agencies and software companies. So now we're a full-blown marketplace, even though Amazon and e-commerce is our core. So that's really how it originated. That's how things start. You know, you start in one niche and when you start getting a bit bigger and people asking if you can do more work, that then's the time to start expanding. Yeah, it just snowballs. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's really exciting. Well, it sounds like you are doing a really great job there. So well done on building this up. It must, it's a huge achievement. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. One of the most rewarding things for me is we paid out over $3 million to freelancers last year, um, which is cool. I mean, I get to meet, it kind of gives me an excuse to travel. Um, when I was in Mexico for a bachelor party, I got to meet up with freelancers um, and, and party with them one night. I just went to the Philippines and we threw a conference there with a hundred freelancers that were there and people were showing me their cars and their houses and, and all the stuff they were able to build with or buy with this uh, money. And then on the client side, I'm going to conferences and people are walking up and they're like, oh my God, my business has grown doubled last year because I got access to this fast talent. So it's just been cool to help people on all sides, um, on both sides of the equation. Sounds awesome. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you are looking for some additional passive income ideas, Katie's written a fantastic post on the topic, head over to chainofwealth.com slash passive-income-ideas. There you can check out what she calls the laundry method. And it's definitely a different take to earning passive income, but it's definitely something you want to check out. That's chainofwealth.com slash passive-income-ideas. All right, Nathan. So why do you think people struggle to achieve their dreams? I think people are really bad at prioritizing. And I think that people are not good at problem solving. And I shouldn't say not good. I think they they just need to become better at it. It's it's the two things that are the key to being a business. I mean, a lot of people now, they're they're used to that shark tank mentality where I can't start a business unless I get a $500,000 investment. Well, I bootstrapped two companies with $50 each. So I know it's possible. And a lot of the times when you're bootstrapping, it's all about prioritizing. You have an endless to-do list. 
You have to figure out what comes first, what comes second. How do I get that ROI? How do I get that initial customer base? And then on the flip side, when you're an entrepreneur, problems are coming up every day. Some of them are small. Sometimes you wake up to a huge problem out of nowhere. And your ability to problem solve and gather all the information and figure out your resources and come up with a plan and put steps in place so that that thing that that issue doesn't happen again is so important. And so many business owners fail just because they can't prioritize effectively or they can't solve these problems fast enough and, and efficiently enough once they come up. Definitely makes sense. And if they are struggling with time, they should definitely check out Yoga Asad. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any other books or podcasts you can recommend? I love Entrepreneur on Fire. Um, one of my favorite books is Start With Why, kind of with for that reason I mentioned. Um, when I was running this Amazon business, it was fun. I was a young entrepreneur. I was selling on Amazon. But what I quickly realized after five years of doing it, so I guess not that quick, um, was I was not passionate about what I was doing. I wasn't really helping the world. Um, I was kind of helping my pocket. I was selling products I wasn't passionate about. Baby products is not really my thing. Uh, but with Free Up, I, I mentioned why, why I care about it. That's my reason why. And when you find a why, in your business, you're motivated for it, you're passionate about it, and that's when you can expand and really become very big and make a difference in the world. Awesome. So do you have a favorite quote? Work hard, play hard. My mom has been saying that to me since I was little. So if I'm at the gym or I'm with my friends or I, I'm working on, on free up um, or I'm investing in the stock market, I'm all in. I'm doing everything I can to be the best possible at what I'm doing. And with that mentality, um, that's, a, that's my mentality to go through life. That's the quote that I live by. It's a good philosophy to have, you know, to really get the most out of every situation. For sure. And, and I think sometimes I can come across as overwhelming when you're when you're that laser focused on everything. Um, but it's my personality. It's who you are. Definitely. So do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Um, piece of advice. Figure out what you're passionate about and and be open to adjustments. I mean, if you had asked me five years ago, I would have said I'm going to be an Amazon seller for 40 years. But I found out that I love working with freelancers. I love helping clients. And a lot of people, they have this 10-year plan, this five-year plan. I would find what you like doing and work in that business and learn and figure out how you can make a difference. And a lot of times that means reading the market and changing your plan and adjusting over time and listening to feedback. And you end up in a completely different place than when you thought you were going to be. But as long as you're open to it and you're following your passion, you can have a lot of success. Chain, as we've been hanging out with Nation Hirsch, you can check out his business. It's called FreeUp. Head over to freeup.com. And whether you're looking to hire people or you're looking to do some work, this is definitely a site you want to check out. Chainers, if you'd like to find out some more information about FreeUp, head over to chainofwealth.com slash FreeUp. That's free with three E's. There you'll be redirected to Nathan's site where you can read some more about the products and service and see what kind of job postings are available and see if it's something that you'd be interested in. That's chainofwealth.com slash FreeUp. And finally, if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit us up on Twitter. That's at Chain of Wealth. We respond to every single message. So definitely hit us up. Catch you on the flip side. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too 
like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.